Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Don't back down. <laughs> the Cowboys jumped out to a 33 to 3, wait, 33 to 3 on the Rams before finally winning 43 to 20. Keyshawn Johnson, scale of 1 to 10. How impressive was this Cowboy win? Not impressive at all. Oh. It, it's, it's a four. Oh. It's a four. Oh. How can people a even four? receive what you say what? when you started off with that? Oh. How he can they receive He asked me a question, uh, Michael. <laughs> Right. So so I'm not like you in Skip. It's a four, man. It's the Los Angeles Rams. I picked the Cowboys to win this game on Friday. It's well documented. You played against Matthew Stafford, who, by the way, left the game. Okay. Then on top of that, you, you Brett Rippin, not Mark Rippin, Brett Rippin, a totally different quarterback they insert into the lineup and y'all want to run around and beat y'all chest mm -hmm. based on the score. A win is a win is a win. I understand that. I get that. But what you, <laughs> the real test is coming this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. You have yet to win a, a game against a quality opponent. You 14 and 24 this season. I mean, teams that you've beaten are 14 and 24 this season, Michael. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. A win is a win is a win. But I'm not about to say, oh, it was a 10. This is the most explosive offense I've ever seen. I'm not going to do that. What they did do, however, that was impressive to me, is they made a decision to move C.D. Lamb to the exposition at times and get him the football. That is the major spot for top 10 wide receivers to be on the backside in a 3-by-1 or 2-by-2 two on the outside edge of the numbers and going to work. Thank you. They did a good job of moving him around. Mm -hmm. There's no question about that. But you couldn't tell me one defensive back that the Los Angeles Rams had. You couldn't give me a name. You can't give me one name, Michael, of one of them dudes at that cornerback position. I'm not going to poo-poo to win. It's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. But I'm not getting ready to send them to Vegas based on that. I understand you want me to. Mm. Dak Prescott played really good football. Mm. But he always plays good football against these type of opponents. Mm. You know it and I know it. Okay, Michael Parsons, big time cross sack. Y'all harassed the starting quarterback one time. Y'all sacked him one time. Imagine that for one time. Y'all supposed to have this vaunted pass rush of a defense. Y'all got to him one time. We're all got, over him. Y'all got to him We knocked one, him out of the game. Y'all got to him one time. His hand messed up. His hand hit the helmet is why he left. Terrorized him. Okay. So how many times did you actually sack him? Okay, but we lead the league in pressures, and we added to the lead yesterday because he was on his back foot all and day. And now you take, you take all that pride and all that. Mm -hmm. But y'all gave up three sacks to them. 
on Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. You got to protect him against this Philadelphia Eagle team yep. this weekend coming up. Yep. I'm arrested this we're, we're way. Going to get I'm to gonna give you the He's- W, and you can take it and run to Vegas if you want to with it. But I'm just telling you, when real opponents come. That's the test. You've yet to beat a real opponent. Get him, Michael. Well, all of them, first of all, are real opponents. No, they're not. They are all real people. They all wear real football uniforms. They're all playing in this real NFL. Mm. You know what I'm saying, Michael. Key, key, I want to hear what you're saying. But when you start your statement off with, I'm giving them a four on a thorough victory like that. Whoa, 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 key, 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 key. Oh, Zero victory. I saw offensive weapons. You mm-hmm. saw defensive yep. weapons. You saw special team yep. weapons. It was on every aspect. Now, I, 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 let, let me enlighten you a little here. <laughs> I had a conversation with Dak, interview with Dak last week, and, 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 we, and we sat and talked, and I talked to him about it, and Dak said something that, that I kind of sat back on, but I wanted to see. You know, he said, listen, we went into this bye week as a team. We looked over everything. We are, we are, we are demarking this. We, we are putting a stamp here and saying from here on out, if this is new, we're going to be a different team. You know, my mind, I'm a spiritual man. I went to look at this real deep, you know, and I said, mm, we're coming out week eight versus the Rams. He mentioned in his interview, it's the eighth year of his career. Y'all do know 8-8 eight, is my favorite number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the number eight stands for new beginning. And, 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 and Dak was talking about they have this new beginning. I stood back like, what, what took y'all so long to get here? All of this came down during this bye week when, when after Michael Parson came out and, stuck up, and stood up for Dak. And then I thought about it. And then remember the coach came out and said something. So they took all of this into the bye week and they stirred it up in their part of stew. And they fed nails and rocks to them boys and they went out and played some good ball. That's all I'm saying. There was yes. a demarcation. They made a statement. Obviously, they came together. I was wondering why is San Francisco more hyped to play you than you are to play them? Good point. The bye week got them understanding Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you. All those friends. Don't, don't even try trade jerseys with anybody. You got enemies all over the place. Play like that. Mm-hmm. Play like they don't like you. Mm-hmm. And now we see what they do when they play like they know how mm-hmm. to play. People, they showed up, Key. They showed up in every aspect, and you give them a four. If you'd have given them an eight, I could have listened to what the rest of you had, to, what you had to say. But once you gave them a four, I shut down all my ears because the rest was just garbage. That was a thorough win by the Dallas Cowboys. Can I ask and you a question? Oh, Mike, I hate to interrupt you, but I just want to ask you a It's a thorough question. win, Skip. I just want to ask you a simple question, and I would that? like for what you to just answer with a simple yes or no, sir. Okay. Are the Giants a good football team? I'm just saying yes or no. Yes, they are in the NFL. Oh, that's not what I asked you. Are they a good football I'm, I'm team? Yes, yes, they are in the NFL. So the Giants are a good football team? When they have Daniel Jones. Okay, so you beat them 40 to nothing. The Jets at the time were a good football team when you beat them with Zach Wilson after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They were a good team when you beat them 30 to 10. They were coming off a big win over Buffalo. It's yes or no. You start running this race with him. The New England Patriots, you beat 38 to 3. They're a good football team. Good football team? Okay. Was San Fran a good football team when they beat them? You squeaked out a win. 
by three points against the Chargers mm. for crying out loud. Squeaked it out. Mm. Okay, then you beat the Rams 43 to 20. I must say this to you again. We're going to get through the whole season. 14 and 24 of the teams that you beat, and that's their combined win-loss total. Mm. I'm just telling you. You telling me about giving them a four, you ain't beat nobody. Look at the realities. Here's the realities, Keith. What you're doing is – here's the reality. What am I doing? The Cowboys have won 11 straight home games. They have. Are you telling me – that they okay. beat nobody in 11 games. Then that's not on the I'm Cowboys. Not, that's play. on the sorry first NFL. All, if you got, all, if you sent me 11 opponents first, first and they're all, all sorry, then that's not. So, so we well, know that's not all, true. That's hyperbole. The, Let's stop doing that. It ain't no hyperbole. Let's stop, first Let's of stop, all, stop doing Michael and Skip, we haven't been on this show in 11 weeks for them to win 11 straight what, home what, games. What, 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 I don't care saying. about last year. What, we're talking about right now. You trying to tell me something about last year. We're talking about right now, today. Okay. They ain't played 11 games, buddy. But you just told me about last last month, mm-hmm. last week, yeah. all the games I, I, before. I, 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 you were just, just talking you, about it. I'm you ain't, stay, you ain't focused on today if I gave, and the if game I, they played yesterday. If I went back and gave you the teams that they beat last year and combined them with the ones that y'all won this year, mm. oh, my goodness. Mm. So y'all, 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 they will crucify you for that, Michael. Everybody does this. You guys, everybody, all the people out there, I, I get you on social media doing something. You go into a limited... History. That's not history. That's I'm your history. History is history. Once you crack the door, you got to swing it wide open. We can go in there. So don't be trying to say, well, this history. Skip, Y'all I'm had one in 30 years. But we got, I'm saying, how many times building up to the Rams game did you say on this show, sitting in that very chair you're in right now, the Rams are dangerous. You kept telling yeah, you, you said Rams it before. The Rams are dangerous. They are dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, right, you, right, right. They are a dangerous they football are. team it on offense. They were. 33 that, to 3. And, and that's fine. I didn't okay. say that they was going to beat you, Scott. Largest defeat. That's not what I said. Here is the I point. Second Dallas, largest yeah. defeat of Sean McVay era. Thank you. Second largest defeat in the Sean McVay I give you 14 and 24 of the opponents we have beaten. Yes. But look what we have done to said opponents because to Michael's point, We've won 11 in a row, but yes. we've won three uh, for three at home. And we've won by scores of 30 yes. to 10 over the Jets and 38 to 3 over Belichick yes. and 43 to 20 over McVay right. and Matt and Stafford. If you, combine, Great if you, com- if you took them three teams that you just named yeah. and you combine them together and try to put a roster yeah. of players, at that time that y'all okay. was playing them, you couldn't even do that. It's hard to beat teams this badly in the NFL. We have won those, by an average score of 37 to 11. 37 to 11 at home. And if you throw in the Giants, we beat them 40 to nothing on opening night at their So you place. have to – so in other words, you have to play at home is what you're telling me. Then. No, no. We it, won on the road. The two, because the two no, 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 losses. No, 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 no. The two no, shellacs no, was no, on the road. No, 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 no. I brought that up. Let me tell you why. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you why I brought that up. Because you see right now, once we go into Philly, since you're bringing up, you're bringing up tomorrow and all those things. Now we're well, looking at home field advantage. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're bringing up home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and you see what's going on. I'm setting this up to let you know. Once you get it home, we're bringing it home. Mm. That's the whole deal. Once the Cowboys get this thing coming home, playoffs coming through Dallas. You're going Haven't to get Haven't they had home. that in the and past since uh, you want to deal in the yeah, past? Yeah, yeah. They've had home field advantage in the past mm-hmm. and got sent oh home. Oh, my God. Oh so my so God. stop it, Skip. Every, every time. No, stop, I'm, I'm going to start it. What I, you I, saw I, yesterday I, 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 was uh, the NFL's 
most explosive team in all three phases. We lead the league in firepower in all three phases. Let me demonstrate this to you. Can we show you the – let's go right down the line here. This is Dak's first throw for a touchdown to somebody named Jake Ferguson, who, by the way, he's starting to make plays. I've been looking for Goal line plays. About three weeks late, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, look at this. Was that not a catch? That was, yeah, that was a catch. catch. Right. He's pretty good. I'm not saying he's great, but he's pretty good. You know who that linebacker good. was chasing him down the middle? I, I don't know. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, and Skip, been call, Skip you've been good. calling for this, though. I have. Since, since Doug Schultz, Schultz left, yes. we've been call, Dalton Schultz left, mm-hmm. we've been calling for this. Okay. And now let's look at what happened next. A 58-yard field goal by Brandon Aubrey, who was taking my breath away. Because you want to talk about effortless distance? Talk about a thunderfoot? He's just booming him right, right down the middle. Right. I, I, he never you know, kicked right, in the NFL. Why are you showing me a high level kicker? Because it, 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 he's shooting for that 58 that could have been from 70. He's been good all year long. And, and, and he got, like and then he got a, a penalty. A he got a penalty a and then knocked the next one right, right down right, the middle. Right through it. Right down right, the middle. Now let's talk about Deron Bland. Well, wait a second. Dude. He's got three pick sixes. Can we see this Go one? Go ahead on, three, man. Three, three pick sixes. A, wait a second. I, I thought we were dead without Trevon Diggs, and now I'm thinking, wait a second. This oh. kid's as much a ball hawk as, as – Late throw okay. into the inside. It was a bad idea. Hey, bad late throw. throw into the inside. <laughs> I'm talking – Late throw into the inside. Ball hawk. What, what, hold on. Is this I'm the just same? Michael. Wait, wait, wait a second. Al Harris, guys. So let me tell you something. That's Al Harris. Yeah, that's, Al Al, Harris. that's all Al Harris. I want to give him all the credit because he knows – how to coach DB. Was that not How like, you doing was your thing? Okay, Keyshawn, do you realize just, Deron Bland has now played 24 yes, games for the Cowboys yes. and he has nine interceptions? He's the type of player. Nine for 24. He's the type of player that's what? been described to me in the past as no matter what, something always good happened to you. Thank you. That's, that's fine. Thank I get you. It. But it was a late throw on the inside. Okay, I got it. I got it. Then well, <laughs> so let's see the block me. punt because we do this fairly regularly. If we could see the block Bones punt. Fossil's a good Here we go again. Coach. Here we go. Sam Williams, second round Man. pick from a year ago. Right, and he right, blocks right. the punt and it went out of the end zone for a safety. Right. We, we do it regularly. It's, it's how we eat. It's what we do. It's who we it's are. How we, we take eat the is ball. what we and, do. And get Turpin. Go get we on Turpin. We team that's going to pick in the top five. Here we go. Kevontae Turpin. Turpin. Can we see Kevontae Turpin? Turpin? Here's 63 yards. He was the USFL MVP as a receiver right. because this is special stuff. You want to talk about acceleration? You want to talk about know-how? Do you right. want to talk about setting up blockers? so good. Man. Turn it on, turn oh it off, God. turn it on, turn it off. I Let them, listen, th- this is the best weapon in the NFL as a kick returner. Help me out. Do you see anybody better? I don't. Best weapon in the NFL, 63 I, 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 yards. He had another one that got called back on a penalty. Which brings me to the beast of the moment, uh, number 88. Maybe he's not this 88, but this, this man is rising and shining. He had 158 yards receiving yesterday. If we could see the touchdown to see right. Little roll, right? Boom. Okay. He, he is just beasting and even ran a reverse for 12 yards on top of the 158 yards receiving. Keyshawn, you, you got to acknowledge he is really, really good. You've had yeah, your I've doubts. Never, I've never said he wasn't good. Well, what I said, said is they need uh, another red zone target. Yeah. And if they can continue to get this type of production out of him in the red zone, then maybe they won't need another red zone target. But I've always said he's good, but you want to take him and put him at another level. And, and from my eyes, it's not quite there yet. Now, I understand he bought out against yesterday. the Rams. Okay? He bought out against the Rams. He's got some competition. Yes, he does. This next week against the Philadelphia Eagles, okay, I got we it. will see 
what that passing attack looks like. We will see what the Dallas Cowboys look like. It's your day. I want you to be happy, Skip. I want you to, <laughs> to enjoy this moment as you should, yeah. given the fact that Oklahoma certainly lost it. Um, and that hurt you, so you were able to bounce back on the Dallas Cowboys when I get it. Mm. It's all, all pom-poms. I have no well, hate. It, I'm it, just it, trying to make sure y'all understand well, when it gets tough, you're going to have to show up, buddy. Well, hey. well, give it at a four. That is hate, Key, to be real with you. That's, I, that, that's hate. That was hate. That was hate. And, you and, played and, and, and against still, a lesser opponent. You're supposed to dominate him, Michael. Yeah, but but, you, but you, Come you're, on. you're a very good analyst. You have so much to I'm exceptional. I'm not so worried about to that. Mm. in that game, and you saw it. That, 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 I, gave you, you I gave everybody they do. Only thing I'm saying to yeah. you, Michael, is it's the Rams. Mm. You take glory in that? Mm. Uh, yeah, in every team that you beat in the NFL, you take glory in. All let's right. Get, that, like, let's get back to something you said. Mm. Turpin the on the return. Yep. Being an incredible weapon. Watching this kid set up these blocks unbelievable. was unbelievable. Yep. This is going, I, I guarantee you, this is going to make a huge difference. You get the field position. They're, they're, getting, they're getting this thing going. I remember when Dion, we were on a team with Dion. You knew you had someone special back there, yep. right? You had some, so everybody, every time they get the ball, everybody wants to do his job. You don't want to be the one because anyone, he could take any one of those balls and return them. I mean, it, it, it's special watching this kid. I, I, it, it's special watching the Cowboys. When they play like that, that was a perfect Almost a perfect game. You could talk about the opponent, but they showed up in every phase. Yep. And, they, and, they, and they, they needed that they, going they into this Philly in game. They, they needed that. And we're going to talk about this. They needed it for the confidence going into this Philly game. I, the confidence for them going up. And the Philly confidence is probably hovering. So that's going to be. Oh, their confidence. Oh, okay. Now, now Philly does. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, we're, we're about to talk about that. Keyshawn, this was a tour de force. This was a statement game. As we head to Philadelphia, it showed you that this team can explode in ways no other team right. in the league can explode it's in all the Rams, three phases. Skip. You told me how dangerous they uh, were. The yeah. Rams offense. You it was the be a Rams close offense game. can put up some points. Right. There's no question about it. Yep. Their quarterback got hurt. Mm. You were playing. They were playing with Brett Rippon at the quarterback spot. You take pride in that. Yeah. Okay. But we, we knocked Matt out of the game because oh, we could, were all could, over oh, We yeah. lead the league in pressure. Great, great defensive right. scheme and, by Dan right. Quinn. Go in there and hit him with your helmet and knock him out the game. That's, That's a great exactly. defensive scheme. Well, well, get around him. That is a defensive scheme. Get, yeah. put, put pressure on the quarterback. Don't ever let him get comfortable. Mm. So that, that, that's what you do, Keith. Oh, so that's part of it does. then. They game plan helmet to finger. Mm. A helmet to thumb. That was a game plan, Michael? Mm. Helmet to thumb. It was to get to the quarterback. The, Keith, helmet to thumb. About, make Keith. sure that when you come over the twist, about, you put Keith. your helmet down so when he throws, mm. it hits his uh, – stop. Mm. Michael, come on, man. No, but, but the game plan is to get to the quarterback. And mm. they did that. They did that. They, they, they played on the back end. My, my concerns – I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm so happy with De'Ron Bland. I'm still concerned. We're about to talk about that with what's going to happen in Philly because they got quite a fellow over there in AB11. So, yep. so we're going to talk about that. But the way this kid is played, and again, give love to Al Harris on the back end coaching Thank those you. guys, man. I mean, he's just doing an incredible job, man. Every time I talk to him, I try to tell him, keep doing what you're doing and teaching those guys. 
not to just take guesses, but educated opportunities to change the game. That's what he calls them. They're educated opportunities to change the game, and he's coaching them great. You know that ball was thrown inside. I'm not going to let man, you make yeah, yeah, And late. Come he on. was under fire from I, that pass rush. 11 from heaven. Okay. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Patrick Mahomes was 12-0 against the Broncos, and Mahomes had never lost an AFC West road game, which is incredible. Chiefs had beaten the Broncos, believe it or not, 16 straight times. But all those streaks ended with a thud yesterday at Denver as the 2-5 and five Broncos rose up and held Mahomes' offense without a touchdown, winning 24-9. Richard Sherman, what's your biggest takeaway? Um, Patrick Mahomes shouldn't play sick. Um, they can't turn the ball over five times and win the ball game. But I've, I've watched this team play, and I watched them play the Denver Broncos the first time on Thursday Night Football with, with Amazon Prime. We, yep. we sat there on the field, and they beat them, I believe it was 19-9, to but the game was a lot closer than I think it should have been. And offensively, Denver wasn't doing a lot, but defensively, they seemed to have answers for Patrick Mahomes in this offense and, and Travis Kelsey. It wasn't their best game. It wasn't their best outing. The same thing could be said against the New York Jets, even with Zach Wilson, they had a chance to win that ball game. They and did. down the stretch, they really had a chance to win that ball game. There were a few calls here and there that didn't go uh, the Jets' way. But this team looked very mortal, and they continued to look moral, mortal. When Travis Kelsey and, and Patrick Mahomes are on, this team is tough to deal with. But this defense has been playing lights out week in and week out. But a few plays here and there. Russell Wilson didn't throw for a ton of yards, but the, yard, the ones he did – were, were big plays. He gave Sutton a chance. He gave Jerry Judy a chance. They yep. made big plays for him defensively. Baron Browning came to play. Justin Simmons has always been a thorn in the heel of Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Um, and so you, you, you start to sit, say, hey, there, there are some weaknesses, more weaknesses to this 
Kansas City offense than there has been in the past, past. And it starts with that offensive line. They look very shaky. There's a lot of pressure in his face consistently. And usually he keeps his eyes down the field. He's not looking at the pressure. He's moving around. But now they're starting to get to him. They're forcing fumbles. Valdez Scantling fumbled the ball. McCole Hardman, who just got yeah. back, fumbled the football. Yeah. Those are the mistakes that usually they can overcome because they got Patrick Mahomes. You know, you're like, oh, well, they still got Patrick Mahomes. They can do this. That, that wasn't the case yesterday. Mm. Well, you, you say, what did I see? It's, it was a, it's a lot to unpack here, Skip, mm. starting with Patrick Mahomes. Here, here's a guy who is turning the ball over at an alarming rate again, right? It, 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 it just, you know, we, we, we get on Josh Allen a little bit about some of the times that he turns the football over, and we point to that. But Patrick is turning the ball over. But Patrick Mahomes doesn't have nearly the amount of weapons that a lot of quarterbacks in the National Football League has. When you talk about Kelsey, which is the main weapon, there's no question about it. But when they decide to squeeze Kelsey in and out him, play him underneath, high loin, whatever the case is, to discourage Patrick Mahomes from throwing the football, the sky moors of the world, he's got to catch that touchdown. He, does. he cannot allow it to fall off his shoulder pads. Yeah. He's got to understand how to make that adjustment. A uh, uh, young rookie receiver in Rice, Rice. or she Rice, he's, he's got to catch certain footballs he does. and grow up. Okay, they traded back for Miko Hartman. He cannot afford to fumble. No. He's got to figure out how to catch balls and make hay. When you talk about just looking at the, the weapons that he has at his disposal, he doesn't have much. Mm -hmm. And you're asking him on a continual basis to do a lot. Here's the, here's the one caveat for me that's still missing. Eric Bieniemy. I don't care what anybody says. Eric Bieniemy was an important part of what that offense was doing. Remember, they finished number one in points per game, yards a game, yards passing, and now they're sitting at 12, 19, and three. That's not what they've been doing in the past. He's no longer there. And you say, well, he wasn't calling the plays. Whether he was calling them, whether he was giving information, whether it was just simple being there, he's not there. And the offense looks different mm. because it certainly is a Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, when you talk about guys that have departed from the team, Miko Hartman left, he came back. Everybody else is still intact except Eric Bieniemy. He's just not there. Now, I don't know what that means. Am I worried about Kansas City long term? No, I'm not, Skip, because if you go two years ago, what did they do? They dropped one to Tennessee. You go to last year, they dropped one to Indy. Now, all of a sudden, here's another what people would deem as a bad football team in the Denver Broncos who plays them tough on the defensive side of the ball. As Richard yeah. mentioned the first time they played each other, yeah. it was a 19-9 bar burner, as mm -hmm. we like to call it. Mm -hmm. Here it is now, they lose to them. But I'm not worried about Kansas City to say, well, they're not going to win the division. They mm -hmm. won't have the one or the two seed. I'm not ready to go there yet. They just got to clean some stuff up. Okay. I do agree with Richard that Kansas City just hasn't looked right all year, like right, right, because they degenerate into Patrick running around and trying to find 87. And they don't have a lot of weapons, but they got one nuclear weapon because he is simply the best pass catching tight end that I've ever seen. And he gets open better than t any tight end I've ever seen. And he has better wavelength and chemistry with Mahomes than any duo I have ever witnessed in all my years. So if to your point, Keyshawn, why doesn't everybody just say you can't have him? Uh, we're, we're just going to take him away. But game after game, I think, well, they didn't take him away. They tried, but he still caught 
you know, 12 balls for 120 yards. Well, if you could hold him to six catches for 58 yards, because remember, last year, Denver had a top 10 defense, and there's still pieces over there that are pretty to very good. So they rose up and clicked for the first time really all year because that's the same bunch of guys who gave up 70 at Miami that could have easily been 80 or 85 or 90 because they didn't even play in the fourth quarter, the Dolphins starters. Okay, now back to Patrick Mahomes, and Richard brought this up. I never know what to do with it. Did did he have the stomach flu? Yes, he did. Did he catch it from his wife and two kids? I'm sure he did. How do you gauge it? How do you judge it? Most people say if you're out there, you're playing, you just you just got to suck it up and play. But obviously, we've right. all had some stomach flu bug where for about 48 hours, maybe even just 24, you, you feel like you're going to die. So is that where he was? I, I have no idea. Does he deserve a pass for yesterday because he wasn't throwing the kind of passes he usually throws? I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I've told you before, I wish I had some machine I could hook my hand into and hook it up to Patrick. And I'd say, ooh, that, you know, that feels terrible. How did he even play? Or maybe it wasn't that bad. I don't know. He said he was coming out of it by game time. Who knows? But the point is, the big picture is that they just haven't looked right all year. And then on the other side, Sean Payton finally just said over the last four games, he's just taking the ball out of Russ's hands. Russ doesn't get to cook. He, he just gets to simmer because look at this. You, you won a home game by, by going 12 of 19 for 114 yards. That's four straight games that Russ has been under 200 yards passing because they're just saying we're, we're just going to balance it up. We'll throw a few passes, but mainly they're going to run for 153 yards while Kansas City ran for a grand total of 62. And that was the game. So here we got Patrick coughing the ball up. If we could see him real quick, and then you guys can respond. Here's the first day where Patrick fumbled at the end of the half. Under fire, trying to do too much, trying to hold it. Oh, that's the, oh, that's the pick first. Okay. Then mm-hmm. here's the end of the half. This is the fumble. Strip sack, just holding, holding, trying to do too much. And then this is the one where it's desperation at the end of the game. I'll give you that when he's just trying to make something happen and nothing happened. Okay. So, again, back to you, Keyshawn. You, you don't have any fear going forward about this team. No, I don't. Yeah. I, 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 look, as I said to you before, Skip, they've had stinkers in their schedule where you scratch your head, the Tennessees, the Indianas, and now all of a sudden the Broncos where you scratch your head. But you also got to understand – like you said, there are defenders that's on this team that was there a year ago. It's not the same scheme. No. It's not the same system. It's different coaches. But there's some familiarity. There's a comfort level that, oh, we're playing against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. We know what to do against this type of ball club. And you mentioned Russ. Well, yeah, what have I always said? If you don't turn the football over as a quarterback and you get about 150 yards rushing and you don't turn that football over as yep. a quarterback – you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, even that, if you throw for 114 You're going to win. You're going to yep. win a lot of games. And I know it's boring. I know people want to see uh, uh, Joe Burrow and company just throw the ball all over the lot. But if you can give me a quarterback that is, what was he, uh, 12 or 19 for a buck 50, I mean a buck 20 and three touchdowns and zero Interceptions and we run for 150. Mm-hmm. Chances are we're gonna win the game, mm-hmm. and and we would no take question. that every single day. Mm. No question. I, I just it's a lot of concern. And to your point, Key, 
the Eric Bieniemy factor is a lot bigger than people were saying. You know, you just look at Washington and Sam Howe. You just watch what they just did against Philadelphia. I mean, he threw for 397. You think Sam Howe's just throwing for 397 with whoever as an offensive coordinator? No, at some point, you've got to start giving Eric Bieniemy credit. He was really tough on them in the offseason. You had all these players coming in and coach, hey, he's being a little too hard. He's yelling at us. You might want to talk to him. Well, because he knows what it takes to play at a high level, to, to affect, be effective offensively. And that's the kind of standard that he's trying to hold these guys to. And I don't know if Matt Nagy, who's the offensive coordinator now with Kansas City, is holding him to that same standard. So even if he's not calling the plays, Andy Reid's still calling the plays, you still have a lot of input. You still have a lot of effect and influence on the offense. And Matt Nagy, we, we, we could talk about his time in, in Chicago and what happened there, but hasn't necessarily had the track, rec track record of being an incredibly effective offensive coordinator, even though he's hired. Andy Reid is, is still at the forefront, but he's having an influence on his offense at Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, very good point. Up next, we got to talk college football because we got to talk Coach Prime and his son at quarterback taking the beating that he did from UCLA the other night. We're going to talk Shadur and his future up next on Undisputed. Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Man, Brock Purdy was the MVP front runner through five games in which he threw zero interceptions. Now he's thrown five interceptions in his last three games, and he lost the game-ending fumble in yesterday's 31-17 home loss to the Bengals. Keyshawn, you have used the phrase turning back into a pumpkin, which certainly works with Halloween up on us. Has Brock Purdy turned back into a Halloween pumpkin? Well, he's not a full pumpkin yet. No. He's a small one right at the yeah. front door, right? Okay. The small ones is like in the basket at the front door. But and not carved up yet? Not carved up. It's right. getting close. Yeah. I mean, you know, three picks in three straight games is certainly not the way he started off the season. He fumbled, as you mentioned, Skip, at the end of the game yesterday. I mean, it's just something he's missing, anticipating throws. A lot of his stuff on these interceptions are late. 
late to the party, doing things outside the box. If you go and you think about Jimmy Garoppolo, you think about the success he had in the Kyle Shanahan system. Now, when he did have success, it was doing things like Brock Purdy's doing now, mm-hmm. throwing the football ill-advised to, other, to the other team on a constant basis to the point where Shanahan said, you know what, I, I, I think I want to upgrade this thing and they went out and, and, and put a haul together to go get Trey Lance. Trey Lance didn't work out. They loved Brock Purdy. They moved on from Trey Lance and gave the keys to Brock Purdy to drive. Mm. Now, one would think that they got buyer's remorse in this situation based on what Brock Purdy has done lately. I don't think that's the case. What they got to do is they got to clean it up. Get it back to a year ago. Get it back to the first five games or so this season when Brock Purdy was playing within the team rules. Now, clearly, Debo Samuel may have affected some of that by not being on the field, Trent Williams, by not being on the field. But at the quarterback spot, they just got to get him back to playing Mm -hmm. good football, sound football, not trying to prove to the world that he belongs. I think he got a lot too early, too fast. That's why I tried to tell you and Richard at the start of this show, at the beginning of the season, I don't know. Let me see a whole year. But you two convinced me based on the several games this year and the ones last year that I have should have, that I should have seen enough and I fell for it. And now I'm like, can I go back and say, let me see some more opposed to just jumping in with you guys and saying he's here to stay. Mm. Okay. See, that's the difference, Keyshawn. I'm convicted because I, I know the tape. Um, the kid has made some mistakes down the stretch. The interceptions this game, the interceptions versus Minnesota, unacceptable plays. Um, plays I'm sure he would love to have back, but I also watched the rest of the tape. The guy was very effective and efficient throughout the remainder of the ball game. He was efficient early. He was effective early to Brandon Ayuk, to George Kittle. Huge plays throughout the game. So I, my memory does not ignore those things. It does not just look at the negative and ignore the positive. It sees the entire picture. Were those plays acceptable? Were those plays he wishes he could have back? I'm 100% sure. The, the, the interception of Pratt, I'm sure. That, you know, a little bit of touch, that's a touchdown. We got a tie ball game. We're talking about a different, uh, maybe a different ending to the ball game. The other interception, they're, they're, that was a bad throw. That was a bad throw. He didn't read it. He anticipated that the linebacker was going to stay where he was because that's where he was in practice. He didn't anticipate him melting back inside. Great play by him. Um, and he deserves a ton of credit for it. He, he made a great play. The, the sack right there um, to Trey Henderson, I think that was, um, was, a, was a really good play. The, the offensive tackle got a block, give him a little bit more time. But at the end of the day, it's not like he's just played a terrible game and he's thrown for, you know, 95 yards and he, you know, like he did against the Cleveland Browns. He played a really bad game throughout that game and then at the end kind of turned it on late, gave him a chance to, to get the game-winning field goal, but he played really effective in the last two games outside of the two turnovers. But those are the things that Kyle Shanahan will harp on. Those are the things that need to be corrected because that's the reason um, they didn't have a chance at the end of the game. You know, Skip, when I look at it, those six turnovers in the last three games, that's a lot. If, this, lot. Was, if this was Dak Prescott or oh. Josh Allen or, mm-hmm. or, or, or Lamar Jackson, we would be going crazy right we would now. Be. We would be. Yep, I agree. Okay, to to Richard's point, when you can run six times in that game yesterday for almost 10 yards a carry, which is what Brock Purdy did, that that was – it was highly impressive to me because a couple of times he showed me a little bit of 
of giddy up where, where he could switch, you know, shift into like a fourth or a fifth gear. And he runs pretty well. And he made four or five throws that just took my breath away yesterday where I said, well, that's just big time because he wound up to Richard's point with 365 yards passing. But again, the guy I watched very carefully at Iowa State, mainly because I'm a big 12 guy because of Oklahoma. But the point is, I watched him for four years at Iowa State. And he always came across like the gutty overachiever who will try just about anything to get Iowa State over the hump against the better teams, the Oklahomas and the Texas, and even when Baylor was riding high. And the point was yesterday, if I could show you two plays, these plays came with about eight minutes left in the game. And the first one's a, a third and six play at the 14. He throws, he runs, he rolls far to his right and kind of jump passes, he gets out of that. That shows some real mobility. It's almost like a jump pass all the way back across the field to Kittle for the first down. I, I got to tell you, you can't get away with that. Like, like that one worked and that was spectacular. And then he came right back with the next play and he, he does the same play again. So here we go with the first one. And you want to talk about dangerous? That's see, about see, as dangerous yeah, you as you can get. You can't do that. Man, you get ready to get benched. Okay, and here's the next one. He, he rolls to his right again, and he kind of jump passes back to McCaffrey at the goal line. And it wasn't as dangerous. But, but again, as Richard well knows, you, you know, the golden rule is you just can't throw back into the middle of the field on the run to your right because more often than not, that will bite you in the butt, and it'll be going the other way. And there are two DBs right there with Kittle, and, and if, if you're just a split second late, they're still running with the football going the other way. So, uh, no yeah, go ahead, Richard. No question. You're totally right. But that's the problem in this new day and age because every rule of quarterbacking is being broken. That's yeah. why they're looking at Caleb Williams um, as number one pick because he breaks the rules, because he's running out of bounds, throwing the ball across mm. his body, across the field. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the reason this, this is acceptable because he's won Super Bowls playing this backyard style of football where it's very unorthodox, where it's against all the football rules that you've learned growing up as a quarterback. Hey, you don't throw across your body. You don't throw into the end zone late. You don't You do not do this. You don't do that. He breaks the rules. He plays unorthodox, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I, at the end of the day, he made mistakes, but he didn't make mistakes uh, playing like this. You know, he made mistakes because he anticipated a guy uh, not moving to where he was, and, and he got there. He, he, he made mistakes rolling where he should have put a little more touch on the football. But – like you said, eventually these will bite him in the butt. Yeah, it, it's all, as they say, it's all fun and games that somebody gets hurt. And at the end of the day, yes, Patrick Mahomes is one of one. He can break all the rules in the world because those rules that he's broken has gotten him two MVPs, three trips to the Super Bowl, five straight uh, AFC appearances at home, two Super Bowl wins. Yep. It's gotten Andy Reid a lot. It's gotten the players a lot. This situation in Brock Purdy, I would prefer to not see him do that. And I think Kyle Shanahan would prefer to not see him do that. Yes, there are one, maybe two quarterbacks in the NFL that can consistently get away with doing those sort of things and breaking the rules and the principles of the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. But then there's a ton of them that it will come back to bite you. And eventually... Those bad habits carry over at the moments and times in which you do not want them to. Okay, if San Francisco goes on and, let's say, for instance, win the division and they're in a nice playoff run, 
And then all of a sudden, he throws back across his body against the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game because it was okay to do it yeah. in week eight, That's week true. nine, and it comes back to get you in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. We would be having a different conversation that Monday about why they allowed him to do this. So mm-hmm. you got to correct those little bitty things right now before it gets out mm-hmm. of control. Look, Brock Purdy never had supreme confidence because he was lightly recruited out of Phoenix, went to Iowa State, fought for the job, won the job there, and then winds up being the last pick in the draft and being deemed Mr. Irrelevant. So as long as he's riding the magic carpet surrounded by supreme talent in San Francisco, he was playing at a supremely high level. What did he win? I forget. What Did he get up to 10-0? Yeah, 10 in a row that he won. They probably would have won the NFC Championship game the way they were going if he hadn't busted his elbow up. But the point is, once the confidence gets cracked and, and you weren't always a superstar quarterback like Caleb Williams is, it's hard to crack Caleb's confidence because he's always been the man wherever he's been. Well, Brock Purdy was never really the man, and now he might start to wonder, am I really that guy? Can, can, and if anybody can prop his confidence up, it'll be Kyle. But you got two weeks to as, do it. As, as somebody who wasn't the man growing yeah. up that, that became the man in the National Football League, yeah. once you get that kind of confidence, it's really hard to shake you off that pedestal, Skip. It really is. Once you start to believe, hey, I, I'm who I think I am, and y'all just realizing it, it's hard to shake you off of that. We can talk about a lot of quarterbacks in the National Football League. This is Brock's second year, and he's been to more NFC championships or title games than a lot of those quarterbacks. And he's only well, played one fact. year in the National Football League. Yep. He has more playoff wins than a lot of those quarterbacks. And he's only played one year in the National Football League. So, sure, I'm going to let him continue to do what he's done because he's been a gunslinger and it's worked. Until he shows me otherwise and we go to the playoffs and get put out early, if he goes to, to the NFC title game again this year, he'll get more credit from me. He'll get more ability to do those things because it's, he's shown that in those games, he's effective. Richard, did you tell me you were the man? Did I hear that correctly? Yep. <laughs> in the National Football talk, League? Talk Come talk. on now. Come talk on now, talk. King. He was. It was a time. No, I, no, I, 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 love, I love when Richard talk like that, though. Yeah. No. Let, talk that talk, man. Let him know. I was that guy. <laughs> well, all I know is, for Kyle's sake, I hope Richard is right.